world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. and We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. I see it. There we go. Now I have audio. Sorry about that. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Hope everybody is doing well out there. I, uh, if, if you guys knew, I was using a new audio setup, and I swapped it out today. So we're sending that one back. They're going to send me a new one. We should be good now. So I apologize for that. Hope everybody is doing well out there. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We are live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of the Great Reset versus the Great Awakening. The coming super storm that is about to hit the world. 
and it is it is coming and i don't know if you guys have ever realized how close it is but it is closer than you can ever imagine communism is coming to america public private partnerships you guys listen to the Dark Delight show, I went over the Great Reset a lot today. And then I actually had the opportunity to, to interview Clay Clark, who's been delving into this as much as I have. And he's got some really great sound bites of, uh, of Dr. Hawari and, and Klaus Schwab. And, and we're going to play that interview here in just a few minutes. Um, Clay is... Um, this man is out there on a mission, and he's exposing what they're doing in the Great Reset, and he's got a lot of great information that he's put together, and I think it's incredibly good to get that information out to people. So I'm going to go ahead and play that interview here in just a few minutes, but talk a little bit more about what we do here. What we do here is we expose the lies, the corruption. We bring from the dark into the light the truth. We help people understand and see what is unfolding before us. We're not declaring a winner. We're not saying that somebody has won this war or this won that battle. We understand that humanity is under attack right now. I'm not going to sit here and tell you and sugarcoat shit and say, hey, look, you know, patriots are in control. White hats are going to save us. And the last minute, Trump's going to ride in on a big old white horse, you know, floating down from a big old fluffy couch cloud shooting lightning bolts out of his ass. I'm not going to tell you that. Because you know what? I don't see that. If that's what's happening, great. I, I hope that stuff like that's happening behind the scenes. But the reality of the situation is that we have a dire situation unfolding for humanity right now. Um, everything from famine, food shortages, World War Three, massive infrastructure collapses inbound, what I call the firestorm event. It's coming. And unless we stand up and stop these people, it will continue. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and uh, Vince will be joining me for the second half of the show. This is only about a 20-minute interview, so it's not too long. But I'm going to go ahead and play this interview with Clay Clark. Um, look, whatever you guys think of Clay, I, I think he's got a good heart. I think he, you know, he's, he's out there doing this work, and I think he's getting the message to a lot of people. And this was a great interview that I had with him today just a few hours ago. He couldn't make the live show. We're also going to play this tomorrow on the Dark Delight Show. But please listen to what he is saying. And not only what he's saying, but the sound bites that he plays are what these people are saying specifically. This is the important part. We'll be right back. everybody welcome we got clay clark here what's up clay man how have you been brother i am excited to be here with you guys tonight and i really do have some uh, uh pretty epic knowledge bombs i'm going to drop today so i encourage everybody to get out a pen and a pad and prepare to take notes because uh if what i am saying is in fact true uh america is uh, in for a rough ride i i 100 agree the Great Reset has been one of the topics that I have been heavily investigating. Everything from DEI, ESG, Dr. Harari, or yeah, the, the the guy who calls himself a Dr. Harari, right? Uh, Klaus Schwab and everything. I've read the fourteen, uh, the Fourth Industrial Revolution. I'm very up to date on the topic. So please give us all the information you have because yeah. I know that you are been deep diving into this. Well, I think what's important for people to understand is if we detach. Um, um, 
you know, what I'm saying from, from me, the person, you just listen to the words that these people say. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to introduce, I'm just the messenger here, but I'm going to introduce people to these, to the statements that are made by the people at the head of the Great Reset. So the first character I want to introduce you to, his name is Yuval Noah Harari. And I know that your, your listeners are very educated and very in the know, but I have to assume somebody out there doesn't know who he is. This is Yuval Noah Harari. I want people to listen to what he said. He was interviewed by the New York Times at the Athens Democracy event, whatever that means, the Athens Democracy event hosted by the New York Times. But he was asked the question point blank, how will the Great Reset impact people? Like, how will it change the world? And he says this out loud. Listen to this. Maybe most importantly at all, this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. Because really, we haven't seen anything yet. I I think that the big process that's happening right now in the world is uh, hacking human beings. Okay, so one is he just said that the Great Reset is all about putting surveillance under the skin. And someone says, well, where where can I find that clip? How can I see it? Go to to timetofreeamerica.com, and I've created a button for your listeners today. So if your listeners today have this new button, okay, it's a brand new button. Go to to timetofreeamerica.com, and the button says the Great Reset Explained. And you can see it at time to free The second point I want to point out is the Great Reset is all about ending human rights. Now, for somebody listening to this broadcast in China, which you can't do, but if you were in China and you did hear this, or if you've ever escaped Chinese communist, the Chinese communist controlled China, you would understand these words. But this is Yuval Noah Harari advocating for the ending of human rights. Listen to this. In truth, there are no gods in the universe, no nations, no corporations, no money and no human rights and no justice outside the common imagination of us human beings. Human rights are not a biological fact. They are a story we have constructed. The fact is that there is no such thing in the world as gods or money or human rights except in the common imagination of human beings. There is no freedom anywhere. And thirdly, based on these... Okay, so you've heard it. I mean, this is all about, hey, there's no freedom. There's no... Now, again, you've been researching this for a long time. Mm -hmm. Josh, when did it occur to you that the Great Reset uh, was, in fact, happening and that it was well underway? I mean, when did you have... Because you've been researching this for a long time. Right, yeah. No, it was around 2019 at the beginning of COVID, right after Event 201, is when we it really came on our radar. And once we started seeing the restrictions and lockdowns come in March of 2020, um, I, I knew that this was exactly the beginning of it. Well, point three I want to share is they want to, they, as in Yuval Noah Harari and Klaus Schwab, they want to connect your immune system to the internet. So I want people to listen to the words he says. The network. Back it up. Here we go. Historian Yuval Harari has developed his vision of the future by studying the past. His Israeli roots are of crucial importance to the formation of his view of the future. He's now using all of that knowledge to give us his vision for the future. Uh, with especially the rise of brain-computer interfaces, and biometric sensors and so forth, it is very likely that within, say, 50 years, people will literally be part of a network. All the bodies, all the brains would be connected together to a network, and you won't be able to survive if you're disconnected from the net because your own body parts 
your own immune system perhaps depends on being constantly connected to the colony, to the network. Okay, so he just said they want to connect your immune system to the internet. So point mm -hmm. four, people always ask me, Clay, why are you doing the Reawaken America tour? What is your, what drives you? Well, here's the deal. You, Josh, have a great ability to research, to articulate points, to uh, bring up topics and to have insights people don't have with typically uh, on their own without people like you bringing, it, bringing the truth to them. Um, somebody else listening right now, you have the ability to make cakes and cookies and gourmet desserts. Somebody else, you can barbecue. Somebody else here, uh, you're former military. Somebody else listening right now, you're a farmer, you're a doctor, you're a dentist, you're a lawyer, you're, a, you're somebody right now, and you're asking how God can use your time and your talents to help save this nation because you see what's happening. My skill set before doing uh, the Reawaken America tour was I used to organize, and this was, I, I quit doing this when I was 27, okay? But before I was 27, I was organizing up, up to 4,000 corporate and wedding events every year. I repeat, that's 80 events per weekend when I ran my company called djconnection.com. And I have built many, many multi, you know, several multi-million dollar companies. And I know how to organize and scale things. And so I felt like there was an urgency needed to get the information. We needed a world-class presentation of the information, but we also don't have time to uh, worry about profiteering from COVID-19. Uh, so I, what I did is I told people, you know, you can name your price, you can name your price, pay whatever you want to pay. And that's why we're doing these events, because the average person does not know these things are happening. They're just seeing the fruit of the Great Reset, but they're not seeing the root of the ideology. So this next clip I want to play here, this is Yuval Noah Harari explaining that they want to introduce a new time period called the Anthropocene. Anthro, meaning human, and then scene, meaning controlled gene. A time where we might not have humans on the planet what? Listen to this. This is real stuff. You have a small elite that um, pushes things in its own interests, even if it doesn't benefit the vast majority of the population. This has happened so many times previously in history, and it's probably going to happen again. Um, the, one of the biggest dangers to the planet today is this technological utopia, because Probably for the elite, it will work. If bad comes to worst, and when the flood comes, the scientists will build a Noah's Ark for the elite, leaving the rest to drown, the rest of the people and then the rest of the, of the ecosystem. But they are likely to be able to construct this technological Noah's Ark, which is probably what much of the elite is, is counting on. In case our plants don't survive and become extinct, there is the global seed vault high up in the north of Norway. This is controlled by Bill Gates and the Rockefeller Foundation, by the way. And this is, if you want to watch this tonight, there's a documentary called The Anthropocene, which all your listeners can watch. It's a documentary. You can watch it tonight where it explains these things. I mean, I want people to see this stuff for yourself. Listen to this. In this bunker, around 10,000 different types of seeds are kept at low temperature to prevent plant species that are important for our food supply from disappearing forever. It safeguards our planet's biodiversity. These seeds will survive the Anthropocene. Uh, 
I mean, this is real stuff. They're actually talking about how to prevent, uh, how to how to plant seeds. Uh, so that way, in the event that people don't survive the Anthropocene, they have seeds. Who's they? Bill Gates, Rockefeller Foundation. The elites. The elites. And they call themselves the elites. Like, they openly call themselves elites. You just heard him say the word elites. Uh, this is Yuval Noah Harari. He was asked at the 2018 World Economic Forum. They said, hey, how does this technology work? And he said this. In the same system, the same communication Listen system. This is a boy of mine. A good two-way communication system, direct communication system between brains and computers, this is kind of a, the, the watershed moment. I mean, once you have a good two-way, nobody has any idea what happens after that. If you have um, uh, a good two-way communication system directly between brains and computers, it also means you can connect several brains together to create an- The homeboy is talking about connecting your brain to somebody else's brain. Uh, we've covered a lot of ground so far. I mean, you know your listeners better than I do. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm citing all my sources. They can watch all these clips at time2freeamerica.com. Um, what do you want to add to that? I, I just think it's this is so in, insane that we're living through this. And, and if it wasn't for your program and programs like yours, we wouldn't get the truth out. Uh, what do you want to add to that? Well, you know, this is what we've been warning about for a very, very long time. It started back in the early 1920s with George Orwell and so forth, bringing about the, the vision of the elites and the globalists. And right now they have the technological productivity to actually bring about this uh, dystopian future that they've all wished for. And dystopian, I mean, we talked about it this morning on my radio show. We were talking about the social credit score. We were talking about ESG. We were talking about DEI and how they're all interrelated and how with the... Uh, we got a, a friend that is actually one of the lead developers at the Federal Reserve on um, the U.S. central bank's digital currency. Uh, he told us a few months ago that you have six months left of the fiat dollar. In January of 2023, the digital dollar will be implemented. Before that happens, you'll see a massive collapse of the dollar. Hey, and real quick, this, he said this. Yeah, when did he say this? He said this back in the end of May. So he said we had six months left of the dollar. Now, some, some important dates. November 22nd, which is also the anniversary of JFK's assassination, is the adoption by the U.S. Treasury of what's known as ISO 2023, which is the standard protocols for cryptocurrency and blockchains to be integrated into central banks. January uh. 23, it's supposed to be implemented. And this is the prerequisite for the social credit score, if you know what I'm talking about. You go to the grocery store, easy checkouts, those types of things. They can lock you out of everything. Now, I'm going to pull the – is it possible I can, I can screen share? Can I do yeah, that? Can absolutely. I, we're good. I'm going to pull this up here. Uh, this is a clip I want to share. And I, what I want people to do is so people understand what kind of man and woman and people would organize a Reawaken America Tour event where you don't make any money. You get persecuted all the time. Why would General Flynn, why would Mike Lindell, why would Eric Trump, think about it. Eric Trump runs the Trump Enterprises mm -hmm. worth, let's say on paper, pre-U.S. presidency, Trump will call it $2 billion, $3 billion. You know, thousands of employees, great cash flow. Why would they risk everything? to save the nation if they didn't think that the nation needed to be saved. Think about it. Right. If they didn't think that the country was in that bad of a spot, why would they get involved? Why are they getting involved now? 
Why, if you're listening right now, why do I think you should get involved? Because we are just very, very close uh, uh, to descending into years of darkness, maybe perpetual darkness. So I want people to listen. This is the China social credit score explained. Watch this one. They're constantly monitored by facial recognition cameras that are able to instantly put a face to a name. Now the Chinese are also ranked, given a mark out of a possible 950 points. A score in the 700s is considered good, around the 500 mark is not. For now, the number is a sort of bank credit rating, keeping track of everyone's spending habits. I think being ranked is a good thing. A society has to have rules. It forces us to be well behaved. It may seem scary, but it's just like that here. We're used to it. And anyway, we don't have a choice. But in an effort to keep all of its subjects in line, Beijing is taking the system a step further in 2020. It's aggregating data gathered by banks, private companies, and the state to rate if someone's a good or bad citizen. By using the most data possible, the so-called okay. Big data so we just saw we just saw the system. Okay, so we just saw the mm -hmm. system, and now I want people to understand this. Do you know that Joe Biden, he signed the Jerusalem Declaration, calling for a two-state Israeli solution on July fourteenth, twenty twenty-two. He signed it again. Joe Biden, folks, write this down. Joe Biden signed. Everybody, write this down. Think about it. Look at it yourself. Joe Biden signed a Jerusalem. Declaration calling for a two-state solution on July 14th of 2022, which is 666 days after President Donald J. Trump signed the Abraham Accords. I can't make this up. Watch it, folks. In the best way. Oh, in the best it's way. It's not cooperating. I'll tell you what. Let me pull this up real quick here. I'll see if I can pull a clip from a different source real quick here for you. It's just it's mind-boggling, but it's fact. Here we go. Watch this. Yeah. Oh, the computer's giving me a hard time. Let's see if I can make it work. Maybe not. Oh, symbolic okay. there. Here we go. So CERN, why is CERN's logo 666? You know, wh why does CERN have the God of Shiva in front of CERN? Why is the Google Chrome logo 666? Why is the Google Chrome logo 666? What? Yeah. Why is the World Economic Forum's logo 666? Why do people go to the World Economic Forum website right now and you see the logo 666, the World Economic Forum implementing the Great Reset? Why is it 666? Why? Why is Congress working on legislation called HR6? Six, six, six for COVID-19 tracing, testing, reaching everybody. Come into your house and test you for a virus that's less deadly than the flu. Why is Congress working on legislation called HR 666? You know, the Anti-Racism and Public Health Act of 2021. What? This would criminalize thought crime. Thought crime. Mm -hmm. Criminalizing the idea that critical race theory is not right. Why is the word Corona 666? Corona. C-O-R-O-N-A, Corona. C is three, O is 15, R is 18, O is 15, N is 14, A is one. Do the math. Corona is 666. Why, why did CERN invent the internet and they decided to call it WWW, which in Hebrew is 666? Letter W is six in Hebrew, 666. What? I'm asking questions. Why is the Euphrates drying out? Why did Revelation chapter 16, verse 12 say, and the sixth angel poured out its vial upon the great river Euphrates and the water thereof dried up and the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. Why is Putin cementing ties with Iran, Turkey, and rare and a rare trip abroad? That's Ezekiel chapter 38, verse 1 through 6. Look it up, folks. Magog, Russia. 
Think about it. This is happening right now. What is happening? What is happening? It's the Great Reset versus the Great Reawakening. And some people might call this the biblical battle that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ warned us about. I would call it that. Some people would dismiss it and say, I don't have time for that. I'm gonna go watch The Voice. I'm gonna watch the NFL. I'm gonna go watch some television show that, that's gonna command your attention. Some people deny it, but it's happening. Joint report from the government of the UK and Germany about transhumanism. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you know, this is one of the agendas of the World Economic Forum. That's yeah. not hidden. It's not a conspiracy. Transhumanism, and and they talk about the RNA vaccines as an entry point, uh, oh, kind of opening that space uh, ethically and otherwise. So that's part of the push for why these particular products is it relates to that transhumanism agenda. Tell us a little bit about the study that just came out of Sweden that is just so alarming. The news is buzzing out of uh, Lund University, Malmo, Sweden. Marcus Alden is the first author. The first demonstration in a human hepatic or liver cell line that the Pfizer vaccine, in fact, reverse transcribes and installs DNA into the human genome. Wow. A good two-way communication system, direct communication system between brains and computers, this is kind of the the watershed moment. I mean, once you have a good two-way, nobody has any idea what happens after that. If you have um, uh, a good two-way communication system, directly between brains and computers, it also means you can connect several brains together to create an interbrain net with a com- because it's, it's the, same, the same system, the same communication system. And nobody has any idea what this means for things like identity. Who am I when I can access directly the brain of another person? So Trump signed this document on September 15th of 2020, the Abraham Accords. We'll also continue building on the Abraham Accords, which I strongly support because they deepen, they deepen Israel's integration into the broader region and establish lasting ties for business, cooperation and tourism between the state of Israel and the Palestinian people. Israel must remain an independent democratic Jewish state, the ultimate guarantee and guarantor of security of the Jewish people, not only in Israel, but the entire world. I believe that to my core. And the best way to achieve that remains a two-state solution for two people, both of them who have deep and ancient roots in this land living side by side in peace and security. Israel is a small state surrounded by Arab countries 650 times its size, some of which are large bases of global terror. Only 44 miles separate between the Jordan Valley and the Mediterranean Sea. After the Six-Day War in 1967, when Israel was attacked by four armies on three fronts, United Nations Security Council Resolution 242 stated that Israel was entitled if to... If they new- go back to a pre-1967 border, 
they're going to be indefensible. They can't defend themselves. Right. So what I want everyone to understand right now is this Reawaken America tour, it is the real deal. Um, you know, and I think some people have come to the tour because they wanted to laugh, some wanted to learn, some wanted to cry, some wanted to connect, some wanted to find a job that didn't require the vaccine, some wanted to find a lawsuit they could get involved in or some way they could fight back. And now I think what's happening is people are showing up because they want to show that they support America and that they're wanting to get involved. They're wanting to get in the front lines, whatever that means, however they can get involved. And so I just encourage everybody today, if you want to join the Reawaken America Tour, we have three final events that, I, that I'm aware of, okay? Uh, I thought I would do one, and then General Flynn and some others uh, had some other ideas to continue going through in November, so we're going to do that. But you go to timetofreeamerica.com, and you can request your ticket. You can text the number 918-851-0102 to request tickets, 918-851-0102. That's 918. It's on my – let me let me – let me use some leading uh, cup technology. I'll put this on the, the cup, and that way uh, someone can look at it. If you're, if you're driving, maybe you want to pull over or something. But it's 918-851-0102. That's my cell phone number, 918-851-0102. You can text to request a ticket. Also, you can go to uh, time2freeamerica.com. And if you look at the featured speakers, I mean, on the tour, um, I'm not asking that everybody, I'm not saying that everybody agrees with every single speaker. These are all speakers that I have selected. They're all friends of mine that I've uh, connected with over the last few years here. But Dr. Stella Emanuel, uh, Kim Clement's daughter, the late great prophet, Donna Clement's, uh, that's Kim Clement's daughter, uh, Charlie Kirk, Bobby Kennedy Jr., Owen Schroyer, Alex Jones, Cash Patel, uh, General Flynn, Eric Trump, Donald J. Trump Jr., D Vladimir Zelenko, Dr. Dave Martin, Chad Prather, Melissa Tate, Alan Keyes, Pastor Archer Pulaski from Canada, Sean Voigt, Mike Lindell, Ian Smith, Dave Scarlett, uh, Amanda Grace, Dr. Christian Northrup, Patrick Burns, Scott McKay, Sidney Powell, uh, Simone Gold, Dr. Uh, Dr. Uh, we've got, I mean, so many doctors, Dr. Jim Meehan, Dr. Kerry Madej, Dr. Eric Naputi, uh, Del Bigtree, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Andy Wakefield. I can go on and on listing off all the great speakers we have and continue to have. But if you want to get those tickets, just go to time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com. And our final events we have here, we're going to Rochester, New York in August, Washington, Idaho in September, October, or in September. And then our final event will be in October, I believe, in Pennsylvania. So, again, if you want to get those tickets, you can just text at 918-851-0102. But it is now go time for the Christians. We do not have any more time to sit back and uh, to see what happens. We have to get involved. I 100% agree with you, Clay. Now, with Rochester, New York, uh, we were doing our radio show this morning. They had the news blast right there at the top of the hour. And they said the great uh, – the the – Reawaken America tour is canceled at your guys's venue. What happened and what are we doing? Well, every time we do an event, every time we, this is a little uh, back inside baseball kind of locker room talk. Um, I would, I'll tell you and your listeners cause they need to know, but this is just what happens. Every event I have or every event we do, I have to reach out to usually five to six venues that will contractually sign a covenant agreement, an agreement saying mm -hmm. I will not cancel the event. And then usually three out of the five will cancel. So we went to Oregon. I think we were on venue four when we got to Oregon. When we The first event I did in Tulsa, I had to go to five venues oh, in Tulsa. This is a, a, a state that supposedly all 77 counties are supposed to be pro-Trump. 77 counties. And I had to go to five different churches to find one that would host it. So we have such a politically correct class in America today where people are just absolutely so um, caught up in this idea that they can somehow sit back and uh, just sort of not um, upset 
others that they can somehow um, just be, we, we've been taught this weird prosperity message where somehow if we're a Christian, we won't be persecuted. But if you read Matthew 5.10 from the Bible, it, it reads very differently. Matthew 5.10 from the Bible says, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and shall persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. And so what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to send this to you in the private show notes here. And I encourage everybody, uh, well, let me do this. If everybody, if you're, if you're I'm, I'll click on screen share. If we can all go to rumble.com and we'll go up there and we'll search for Thrive Time Show. And this is a video we just put up today. Um, I'll pull it up here. And I think everyone should watch it. And it's about five minutes long. And it's, it's called the Declaration of Independence. And it says, what happened to the 56 signers of the Declaration of, Indep of Independence? And what happened to the 12 apostles of Jesus? I would encourage you to watch that video uh, because these 68 people changed the world. And they were willing to fight and die for their freedoms. That's right. And we've got to sober up, wake up, and decide where we're at as a country. Because I'm telling you, the Great Reset is happening all around us right now. I 100% agree, Clay. Um, you know, we put it out to our audience this morning. I don't. I know you guys are probably working heavily on it, but we have a, a massive audience out in Rochester, New York, and we asked them if yeah. anybody has any of the, those big mega churches. Anybody who has a venue, well, really, let's, might be if anybody so, out there is listening, you know, we have five venues that have said they want to move forward, which is great. Awesome. Um, however, if you're listening right now and you have a great venue where you go, wow, I'd like to bring it to, to my church or my area uh, in Rochester or nearby, you can just text the number 918-851-0102. 95 uh, 918-851-0102, 918-851-0102. And what I want to do is we want to find a, a, a venue. We want, we want to choose a venue. We want to choose the one that is um, 100% aligned with the U.S. Constitution and the Bible, somebody that won't capitulate and somebody who wears persecution as a badge of honor. And if we can find that venue, then that's how we decide that. But I have to you know, talk to the venues and see if it's a good fit. So please feel free to text me directly at 918-851-0102. Fantastic. And uh, Rochester, New York, you guys, if you guys want those tickets, go ahead and text that number and uh, visit that. What, what's the website again, Clay? So they can. It's a time to free America.com. It's time to free America.com. Clay Clark, great as always. Thank you so much, my friend, for coming on today. Right, thanks appreciate for carving you. out time. I appreciate you. We can't wait to see you in Rochester. Take care, Josh. Take care, Clay. Bye. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. feel a little better. All right, look at that. We are back. We got Vince Tagliavia. My name is Josh Reed. Welcome to Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. And and that was an interview I did with Clay Clark and and. You know, like I said, whatever you think of Clay, listen, it, it's information. Do with it what you must, right? And, and he brings this information out there to open your mind. And this is what we do here. You don't have to like me. You don't have to like Clay, right? That's okay. But take the information. 
look into it yourself, research it, because it's incredibly important. Because this is the reality. This is what is happening. This is how these people think. They refer to themselves as the elites. Okay. Yeah, they do. I even saw an article posted uh, by a fake news outlet that said, talked about a couple of celebrities in Vegas, and it said, you know, so and so and what's her face are among um, civilians in Las Vegas this weekend. It's like among civilians. Oh, so what are they then? They don't believe they're not, that they're on the same level as us. They believe they are much, much higher a level than us. I guarantee surprised, you. Surprised they didn't just say peasants. Yeah, that's right. You know, but I, I have a feeling there's a rude awakening in store for these elites, as uh, they are called. I think some things are going to turn around real quick here because you know what? It goes back to what we talked about last week in the sense of the people that just wanted to be left alone. The people who are getting vaccine injured or who have friends and family or children who are getting vaccine injured. Some of these people, I'm telling you, you don't want to piss them off. You don't want to wake them up out of their slumber. And that is coming forth right now. And we're going to look at some news here. We got, we got a little bit of news to cover, but we're going to talk about some things. And, and this is going to piss a lot of people off, but things are about to get pretty crazy. We had kind of like a little bit market rebound today, but I'm telling you, don't, don't be psyched out. They want you to throw your money in so they can steal it again. Uh, pretty much. How was your weekend, Vince? Oh, busy. I'm working on um, fleeing Seattle. So just busy, but good. And then we got a random rainstorm last night. Finally, the sun poked out, but man, yeah. weird. Crazy. It was good though. Yeah, you know, realized, just life. I just realized I left my sprinklers on, and they've been on since four o'clock. So, um, yeah, that's uh, uh, just just a front sprinkler. It's probably soaked out there. Oh well, um, <laughs> just a high water fill. That's all that means. So, did you see that Dr. Deborah Bricks, Burks, Bricks, Bricks? Uh, if you remember her, she was uh, the the second to Fauci during the pandemic. In her new book, she stated that she falsified COVID data in order to advocate for lockdowns and other draconian measures. Essentially, yeah. I heard this. This is absurd, dude. This is from, this is a tweet by Representative Andy Biggs of Arizona. Okay. This isn't like, oh, yeah, just take it out. No, this is what she was saying. They falsified, the CDC falsified data so that we could be locked down mm-hmm. they said the numbers are higher but still very low so don't worry we lied but they're still very good numbers and conspiracy theorists were like they're lying about the numbers and they're like you guys are disinformation agents we're not lying about the numbers and now deborah brooks comes out and says we were lying about the numbers so we could lock down people but it was for your own good it's for your own safety remember elites you elites peasants that's how they think there applies to didn't apply to you if you had millions of dollars and were very successful at their game that they cheated. Yep. We have a uh, central bank digital currencies coming. And if you want to, like, I, I talked about it a little bit this morning in the Dark Delight show. I was mentioning it a little bit there with Clay Clark. Um, the central bank digital currencies are centralized blockchain technology, which are the first step for full implementation of a social credit score. 
Okay, China did it backwards. They began implementing their social infrastructure first in the sense of identification. They utilized COVID mm-hmm. to roll out the vaccines, t- transition that in the social credit score, and now are implementing the blockchain aspect of it now. Either way, this is what's coming. Um, you walk into the grocery store with your digital ID, which basically is connected and linked to all of your bank accounts, all of your crypto accounts. Okay, we played that video last week. You're going to go grab a whole bunch of meat. You're going to throw it in the cart and you're going to go to checkout. And there's going to be no checkout. It's just going to be walk out because all the meat's going to be tagged with RFID, nano RFID tags, which are going to basically register the moment you walk through the sensors out the door. And immediately when you walk out the door, it's going to go, and the doors are going to lock and a security guard's going to come up and they're going to say, sir, sorry, you can't buy meat today. You're over your weekly limit. Because of your, your, your carbon footprint and global warming, you have eaten too much meat this week. We are deducting 50 points from your social credit score because you should have known better. And you're like, yeah, okay. But please try a meat alternative. And you go out there and you're like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just fast for a few days, right? You get in your Uber because you won't own a car and you'll drive back to your apartment because you won't own a house and you'll go to enter your apartment and you'll flash your ID card in front of your door to get entry into your apartment. It's going to go, we're sorry. You have been evicted because your social credit score is too low to live in this community. Please see housing for reassignment and housing doesn't open until tomorrow. Right? So you're like, okay, well, let me go to the bank and talk to the banker and see if I can get a short-term loan so I can maybe run a room for a few days. And you go to go to the bank. And you swipe your card and goes, ah. your bank accounts have been locked and seized because of a low social credit score and because of the eviction that has just posted to your account, which has lowered your credit score by another 200 points. This is the world we are moving into right now, people. It is coming. And then you're going to be like, you know what? Whatever. I'll sleep on the streets. And you're walking down the street and someone bumps shoulders with you. You go, hey, motherfucker, what'd you do that for? And that person looks at you and he pulls out his phone and he goes, playback. Hey, motherfucker, what'd you do that for? Send. All of a sudden you get another notification on your phone. Beep. You've been deducted 200 social credits points for foul language. This is where we're moving to. Total draconian control. And it all pinges upon centralized blockchain technology, which is being implemented and integrated right now. This is going to be brought about by global financial collapse, which is coming faster than you can imagine. Just be somewhere where you can be somewhere, where you can get somewhere. Hmm. So the way I envision it, okay, is I've rolled this plan out for you guys over the year. We're in the Firestorm event right now. Everything is being brought into where the Firestorm event is going to happen within about a two to three month period. End of August, end of September, we know that they're going to come out with a massive spending bill. This spending bill is going to be larger than any bill. The Democrats want to try to save face for the election, at least gain some popularity. They're going to remove student loan debt. They're going to fund the government till the end of the year. But this will have to be after the fiscal year so they have a new budget to work with. Okay. Um, 
Then also in that will be a stimulus package for Americans. This will last about 30 to 45 days. That's why I say end of September, early October is when they'll do it. That's when they'll probably also arrest Trump. Okay. So what happens after the election and they steal it or they steal it for the Republicans and then arrest the Republicans and arrest Trump? Americans will probably rise up and fight back at that point in time, right? It's very possible. Which means that they would have to have something in order to basically fight back against Americans rising up against their government. Right? Like what? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's see if we can play this video. This bill is history. This is the establishment of the president becoming a dictator and Congress having no oversight over domestic military operations against domestic extremists. It is an amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act spending bill this year for next year's fiscal funding. It is H.R. 4350. This is actually mainline news that it takes away the jurisdiction of Congress, which is unconstitutional. And a lot of people say, well, Biden's a puppet, he'll be gone. It gives whoever is the president dictatorial powers. I'm going to be covering this in the third hour of my show today. We'll be archiving it at Bandot Video after that, so we'll be up there about a nine. All right. So what's Alex talking about? He's talking about a few different things. Number one is something that we mentioned last week. This is Adam Schiff seeks the rule that would block oversight of some military operations. Uh, We know that there's a few. This is basically information that the military has to share with Congress. Number two is right here. House easily passes the National Defense Authorization Act. The House on Thursday passed 329 to 101, a version of the fiscal 2023 National Defense Authorization Act, which will authorize $840.2 billion in national defense spending after sifting through hundreds of amendments and hours of debates. But the real question is this guy, H.R. 4350. Um, And then there's also another one. That goes on top of that. I'm not going to play this bill. But basically what this does is this gives the president oversight and authority to basically implement what we've talked about before called Directive 51. Mm. So what's Directive 51, do you ask? Well, this is what they're trying to keep directly from Directive 51 and Directive 63, very, very similar in context. Um not what I wanted. Hold on. I'm looking for just the the simple version. There it is. All right. Directive 51. National Security Presidential Directive NSPD 51 Homeland Security Presidential Directive HSPD-20, sometimes called Executive Directive 51 for short, signed by President of the United States George Walker Bush on May 4th, 2007, is a presidential directive establishing a comprehensive policy on the federal government structures and operations in the event of catastrophic emergency. Such an emergency is defined as any incident, regardless of location, doesn't even have to be in the United States. That results in extraordinary levels of mass casualties, damage, disruption, severely affecting the U.S. population, like a financial collapse, global financial collapse, infrastructure, hacking, uh, food supply chain, transportation breakdown, energy crisis, environment, climate change, global warming, economy, global financial collapse, or other government functions. 
The unclassified portion of the directive, which p- replaced Bill Clinton's 1998 presidential directive number 67, was posted on the White House website May 9, 2007, without any further announcement or press briefings. Although special assistant to George Bush, Gordon Jandro, addressed several questions of the matter when asked about the members in 2007. All right, this is where it gets interesting. The presidential directive defines the national essential functions of the federal government, specifies continuity requirements for the departments and agencies in the federal government's executive branch, and provides guidance for state, local, territorial, tribal governments, and private sector organizations. It also provides a national continuity coordinator who will oversee the development and implementation of federal continuity policies. The source tech indicates that during a catastrophic emergency, the federal government will cooperate as a matter of committee, uh, committee in order to protect the Constitution. Ensuring constitutional government, or ECG, means a cooperative effort among executive legislation and judicial branches of the federal government, coordinated by the president as a matter of committee with respect to the legislation and judi- legislative and judicial branches with proper respect to the constitutional separation of powers among the branches to preserve the constitutional framework under which the nation is governed and the capa- capability of all three branches of government to execute constitutional responsibilities and provide orderly succession, appropriate transitional leadership, and interoperability and support for national essential functions during a catastrophic emergency. So all this sounds like really good. Like, like oh, it's just continuity of government, Josh. There's, there's nothing really bad here. Um, well, there is. Because within this, Directive 51, okay, it gives the federal government the ability to suspend habeas corpus, due process, the Constitution, declare martial law as well. Hold on, this is the part I was looking for. Uh, where is it? I just heard it. Well, as well as detain any American citizen it believes could be a threat to that transition of continuity. Even so, previously identifying those people and having them on a list prior to the event actually taking place. So, for instance, if there was a uh, National Terrorism Advisory Board or National Terrorism Advisory System ran by the Department of Homeland Security, which basically was saying, hey, look, these people are spreading disinformation propaganda, or these people are homegrown terrorists, or these people are radical left and right, and they could be a problem if we ever have to transition our government in a continuity state. And so they make a list of these people, put them on no-fly list, and just, you know, FBI files. Then when this actually gets implemented, what happens? They go and round you up and take you to detainment camps like they did to the Japanese. That's where we're headed right now. We are here. No shit. We are here. This is where we're at. This is the bills that they're passing. They're getting ready to go in for the fucking kill shot. Mm-hmm. Yep. You said that they could round people up before the event? Absolutely. Well, no, they, they keep tabs on people before the events. Yeah. But I guarantee you that if, like, let's say there's a proxy war and it escalates into a kinetic war with, let, let's just hypothecate, Finland and Sweden join NATO 
and Russia attacks a NATO nation and World War III breaks out, the first thing that they're going to do is implement the draft. All able-bodied 18 to 45-year-olds, goodbye, you're going, you're, you're gone. Especially if you have prior military experience. Now they just got rid of every single veteran and every single able-bodied male in this country. Getting rid of everybody else is easy after that. All the dissenters, done. The majority of those that you're taking in right now are most likely going to die in the war. What, 58 million people died in World War II? Come on. Yeah, they could easily just disappear people, too. There's a time and a place for everything. I don't think humanity is at the precipice moment yet. I think we're months away from this type of event actually happening, the Black Swan event, which will kick all of this off. But when that Black Swan event happens, you, everybody will know. Everybody will be like, go time! <laughs> and that's when it's time to take all that organization, all that preparation, and get it moving. Speaking about the military, let's go to Admiral over here. Admiral, Admiral... Rachel Levine, mm. Levine, <laughs> Biden's Assistant mm. Secretary of Health, Rachel Levine, the first dude I've ever known named Rachel. Yes, that's a dude. He has a penis. He has a penis, not a vagina. That is a dude. Let's listen to what he has to and say. And even... Uh, uh, so we really want to to to, to base our treatment and uh, and to uh, affirm and to uh, support and empower these youth, not to limit their participation in activities and sports, and even uh, uh, limit their ability to get gender affirmation treatment in their state. Oh, so what what he's talking about there is he wants to empower young children. To go on puberty blockers and get sex reassignment surgeries. That's what he wants. Yeah. Um, I also heard him say something about him basically implying that all of this um, situation, all this that we see with mental health and transgenderism and these sex, sex changes at early ages, uh, he wanted, he's talking about providing help mental help for these people i forget mm. the exact words but oh, basically insinuating yeah. that it's a mental health crisis it's an actual uh, mental health problem and they're admitting it and saying we need to make these things available for these people that have these mental health issues and we want to make sure that they could do it well it's like it, what you know it, it's not a surprise that this is a mental health problem you know what is it one out of every five trans people commit suicide because of the pressures on them uh, from society. Well, guess what? It's not because of violence of words. It's not because of people treating them disrespectfully. It's because they're mentally ill and they have chemical imbalances and need help. Okay. And their lives get ruined after they make un- irreversible decisions. That's right. We don't usually normalize forced. this shit. The normalizing this shit is what's causing people to die in the first place. Yeah, it's sick, dude. It's like the greatest, sickest thing occurring yeah. in our society. Leah Thompson, nominated for NCAA <laughs> Woman of the Year. Leah identified as a woman, but she is not a female. That is a fact. It doesn't matter how you feel. 
even the competitors against her think she's a bitch. Because she's a dude who has a penis. She was ranked what? So in, in the NCAA men's competition, she was ranked like 233 out of 300. She goes to the women's competition. Now she's ranked number one. Wow. But, but men and women have equality. Really. Men have denser and more stringent muscle structures than women. Okay? That's why men are bigger, bulkier, more muscle, denser muscle. That's why men can bench 1,200 pounds. Okay? Not saying women aren't strong. Just saying, we are built differently. Called genetically. You know, XXXY, separate those two, and, and you have a male and a female. Biological male, biological female. Just because you feel... And you know, this is the next time someone comes up to you and they say, that's, that's an act of violence I identify as. I don't give a fuck how you feel. It's not how we feel, it's how we identify... How you are identifying is how you feel, correct? Yes. That is not, okay, that is not something that is scientifically or biologically accepted. You can sit there and give me all this bullshit science from all these people who are just as mentally ill as you. It doesn't fucking matter. I don't care how you fucking feel. Period. Don't care. You want to be a dude who has tits and cuts off your penis to make it a pussy? More power to you. Guess what? You're still a dude. In my book, I ain't calling you her. I ain't calling you she. You're a dude. Okay? Until you prove me otherwise. <laughs> don't care how you it's feel. not going to happen. Dude, you need to call me a woman. No, I don't. Then, then call me a fucking archangel. Why would I do that? I don't believe in God. That's right. I don't believe in your fucking mental illness. So shut up. Right? Like, <laughs> hello, McFly. Yeah, dude. This All right. is insane. Rant over. So Elon Musk, listen, 90% bots, billionaire Elon Musk puts his purchase of Twitter on hold until company can prove it's not a deep state mass psychosis operation. Um, That'll happen. Based on its assessment... Musk alleges that up to 90% of Twitter's entire user base is fake. The situation has obvious implications for the valuation of the company, and most of the users are fake. Advertisers will be far less interested in spending money to place ads on the platform, but the implications of the bot count don't stop there and reveal much more about the true inner workings of big tech. Because Musk's assessment reveals that Twitter's fake accounts are not just about ad revenue, the vast majority of Twitter's daily users, it appears, are automated spam bots that the big tech giants use to induce mass formation psychosis and other forms of social conditioning. The CIA is most likely behind the AI bot front on Twitter. Now that we know Twitter is controlled by spam bots, it's not a stretch to assume the same spam bots are likely present on Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. That's amazing. Yeah, that's the dead internet theory. Yep. Dude, we sh- we should do a show on that. Dead internet? Yeah. All right. This weekend? Maybe. I don't. Well, no. I, well, I can't. Well, maybe we'll see. We'll talk after. Friday. This. 
Okay. Uh, do we have a justice for him? I don't think so. Okay, let me see. Hold on, let me let me check. I don't think so. Uh, no, we don't. We, we can do a dead internet theory. AI, bots, all that stuff this Friday. No, I don't have my notepad. Remind me. We're all prepared. Okay. Andrea, remind us. <laughs> all right. Senator Ron Johnson says he has proof that Hunter Biden is working directly for communist China. Well, mm. yeah, we've known this since before the 2020 fucking election. Ron Johnson. You know, Ron Johnson, has, I'm not going to lie. He has been a patriot. He's been there. He is out there doing things. He's bringing forth the truth of the vaccine, the Hunter Biden laptop. But here's the thing. It's 2022. We knew this in September, August of 2020, before the presidential election. And you're telling me a senator has no power to do anything. Come on. People are dying of adverse reactions from the vaccine being pushed on them by the government. Ron Johnson has the evidence from the military, Project Silas. Nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, at what point do you realize how worthless people are in this? Listen, I understand he's fighting. I understand he's probably doing what he can do. But why isn't he out there getting all the senators together, all the congressmen together? Look at this shit. And say, let's investigate, let's do this. Let's use the committees we can and investigate this. But they're not. It's clearly, whatever they're doing, not enough. Right. Maybe one day it will be, and that'll be a great day, but clearly. Not enough. It's broken. Dude, Political put out this hit piece today. Homeland Security records show shocking use of phone data, ACLU says. The Civil Mm -hmm. Civil Liberties Group released documents showing new details about how agencies had purchased information on people's movements through North America. Now, I'm, I'm going to read a little into this, and you're going to be like, oh, this is an invasion of people's Fourth Amendment rights, because this is exactly what they say. And it starts out, the Trump administration's immigration enforcers used mobile location data to track people's movements on a larger scale than previously known. According to the documents that raised new questions about federal agencies' efforts to get around restrictions on warrantless searches. The data harvested from apps on hundreds of millions of phones allowed the Department of Homeland Security to obtain more than 336,000 location data points across North America, the documents show. The data points may reference only a small portion of the information CPD, CBP has obtained. The data points came from all over the continent, including major cities, Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, Denver, Toronto, Mexico City. This location data used uses continued into the Biden administration and um, Customs and Border Protection renewed a contract for $20,000 that ended in September 2021. The American Civil Liberties Union obtained records from DHS through a lawsuit it filed in 2020. It provided the documents political, separately released to them. Uh, the documents highlighted conversations and contracts between federal agencies and the surveillance companies Babel Street and Ventel. Ventel alone boasts that its database includes location information of more than 250 million devices. In just three days in 2018, the document shows that CBP collect data from more than 113,000 locations from phones in the southwestern United States, equivalent to more than 26 data points per minute, without obtaining a warrant. The document highlights a massive scale of location data the government agencies, including CBP and ICE, received, and how those agencies sought to take advantage of the mobile advertising industry's treasure trove of data. It was a, definitely a shocking amount, said Sharira Tawari, the Brennan, Brennan Fellow 
for the ACLU Speech, Privacy, and Technology Project. It was really a detailed picture of how they can zero in not only on a specific geographic area, but also a time period and how much they're collecting and how quickly. Uh, Despite claims by data brokers, no one who downloads an app thinks they are given permission to waive their Fourth Amendment rights and let the government follow their every move. But guess what? They are. That is public data. Hence why they can take that data. So basically what happens? When you download an app and you say, allow, allow, allow. When it says, can we have your location? You always hit, no, fuck you. Can I use this location once? No, F you. Why? Because that location data is uploaded with what's known as an advertiser tracking identification, which is not supposed to be pinpointed back to you, but through your relative internet search history, your app history, your phone configuration, your geolocation at your home, so forth, they can pinpoint exactly who they are and directly target that advertiser ID with any ads they want or any type of propaganda or information that they want, including like MK Ultra type shit, okay? And this is completely legal and free because you said allow. And so what happens is, what they don't tell you in this article, is the Trump administration carried on what Barack Obama did with illegal immigrants by giving them cell phones when they came across the border. It was basically held over from Mm. the Barack Obama administration. And so what the Trump administration did is they had registered every single one of those cell phones and had geolocation tracking on enabled on every single one of them. And so when you have these people coming, illegal immigrants coming over the border, okay, they're now going out to human trafficking networks and they're tracking them. And how many arrests? Was it 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 arrests Donald Trump's administration was making on human traffickers? Why? Because of that information. But they don't put that in the news. Oh, it's a violation of your Fourth Amendment rights. Not when you waive it. And especially not when it's used for something good. That's right. Um, you know. Oh, man. And so, guys, we also had the battle of the streams going on. I know it's Monday. The battle of the streams going on. This is where you guys uh, help support alternative media, the Red Pill Project, our team, and everything that we do. Everything from the social Red Pill, a daily dose, conversations on the fringe, makes you think. All of our channels, much appreciated. All of our travel that we have coming up. Um, so much appreciated. The D Live, Rumble, and Pilled, and taking part in that. You guys are absolutely awesome. Don't forget that next week. Not next week. Is it next week? We're about a week away, about a week, two weeks ago, two weeks away, about 10 days. Uh, the 27th to the August 1st is the Red Pill Project second annual camping trip that is in the Sand Dunes National Park in Southern Colorado. If you can make it, please go on over to socialredpill.com and RSVP and let us know that you can make it. It'd be much appreciated. Oop, not what I was trying to open up there. And we're going to go in here, and we have uh, celebrating Zand. Zand76 celebrating a three-month subscription streak. Thank you so much, Zand. Uh, Megan Amber17 gifted a one-month subscription to CalGale. Thank you so much, Megan Amber. You're awesome. CalGale received a one-month subscription from Megan Amber17. RPG3573 donated one ice cream and a lemon. Thank you so much, RPG73. And then another ice cream and a lemon from RPG73. Patriot of Pisces, one diamond and three ice creams. Thank you so much. And David Beck, KE5, 
Duo donated two lemons. Thank you guys so much for all the donations there. You guys are absolutely awesome. And it's much appreciated to help supporting us. You know, Joe Biden goes to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, he did. And gas prices skyrocket. But you know worst worst negotiator ever. Right. But what else happened with Saudi Arabia? Did you know they were in the news twice today? Uh, no, what else happened? This was interesting because the timing of it was very, I, I guess, suspicious in a sense, okay? Ooh. Trump sides with Saudi-backed L4 tour over very disloyal PGA and fiery true social post. Donald Trump took to the side of the Saudi-backed L4 golf tour over what he called a very disloyal PJ on Monday Morning Post on True Social. Um, L4 is a controversial startup golf tour backed by Saudi millions that have led many top golfers to leave the PGA Tour, namely Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, and many others, who received enormous and guaranteed payoffs for their participation. Saudi Arabia has long been criticized for the poor record of human rights, which has come in recently with the blah, blah, blah of Jamal Khashoggi. Okay. Yeah, so I did see this. Okay. Trump basically is telling people to go over here instead, isn't he? Right. But he's telling them to go there instead, but also that they're doing a lot of these tours at Trump's hotels and golf courses. And this just happens to be on the day that Biden is meeting with Saudi royals. Do you think that... Trump was sending in a message that Saudi Arabia isn't working with you, Biden. Yeah, we're They're buddies. on my side. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was dude, a message abs- being sent. Spot. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Wow. Surprise. I See, this is why you're Joshapedia. Uh, you're Joshapedia. I didn't even yeah. think twice about that. But yeah, I, th- wow. Um. Very interesting. Yep. Uh, Trump was sending a message. (laughs) Chaos in the United States rail infrastructure causing emergency feed shortages for ranchers in California and other southwest states. Um, Joe Biden has until Sunday, July 17th to appoint a presidential emergency board, PEB, to mediate uh, failed negotiations between unions and the railroads. Otherwise, America's rail industry will come to a halt this upcoming week. Agricultural... Go ahead. They did get somebody appointed, and I believe it has been uh, curtailed for a time, okay. time being. Well, this was today, so. Well, yesterday he had to appoint it, right? Right, but this art, this is a t- this article is today, so it's not mm-hmm. saying that anybody was announced as of yet. But if you're saying that there are, uh, they still have the time to mediate. But we could see potential massive disruptions within the supply chain for livestock. It's happening again. Lines at food banks all across the country are getting extremely long, and this has been happening even though we are still on a very early stages of the next major economic downturn. The lines keep on getting this long. It's not going to be very good. As well as we have crops declining visibly on satellite imagery everywhere except for two places, Russia and China. And so from satellite imagery, we can see that that crops are dwindling away except in two places. I got another video. Climate, climate change is so mysterious in that way that it has such yeah. precise targeting. So Sick. the U.S. Navy yeah. 
is introduces plant-based protein program pushing ve- vegetarian meat alternatives. No. Nope. Okay, I agree. No. But I want you to listen. I want everybody to listen to this video. One of the world-leading protein scientists. His name is Dr. Donald Lehman, and um, he's mentored me for two decades. I worked when I was in my undergrad in some of the early human studies. And at that time, it wasn't such a hot topic in terms of argument. But, you know, it's really interesting as I'm writing my book, I'm looking back at the literature and World War II, um, during the rationing times, there were recommendations. And the recommendations for protein, are you ready for what those were? The soldiers were given at least one pound of meat a day. An injured soldier, and this is from literature in the 1940, I think 1945, an injured soldier was given 250 grams of protein. And what the records are showing and what was reported was that they had a 50% increase in their healing capacity. One of the world leading protein. Wow. And the United States Navy wants to give their sailors plant-based protein, protein alternatives. One pound of meat a day for American soldiers in World War II. 250 grams of meat, which I think is a 2.5 pounds or 1.5 pounds of meat when you're injured. And it increased healing 50%. What does that tell you? They want you sick. They want you sick, poor, hungry, on the streets, homeless, defenseless, and dead. China cornmeal near U.S. Air Force Base may have national security implications, according to senators. We've talked about this. This is in uh, North Dakota, Williamson, North Dakota. Sorry, this is uh, this farmland is actually in uh, Texas, I believe. I I don't have access to the article, but either way, China is buying up farmland. All over the United States of America, South Dakota, North Dakota, Nebraska, Iowa, Florida, Georgia, Texas, and they're buying them up near military assets. Now, did you know that about 15 years ago, I think it was, at the beginning of the health food craze, that the U.S. military bases were basically... um, urge to go out there and buy a lot of their produce, fruit, and uh, different meats and stuff like that locally at their local areas. And so they no source idea. them. They don't source them from one central government place and then distribute them. They buy them okay. locally in those areas. That makes sense. Okay. And now China's buying up the farmland, growing all that produce, that meat, that livestock, Right next to military yeah. bases. Does it not anybody see the national security implications in this? Oh, we yeah, never thought feed of them. that one. They're gonna feed them whatever the hell they want. That's and right. what are they what are they researching? How to genetically modify, spread diseases in food, microchips in food. Who knows? They could do a lot of things. That's right. You know, Vince, what do you think the next war after this one, freedom, is gonna be fought about? Oh man, that's a big question. <laughs> it's an easy answer if you think about it. Oh, the next war after the war on freedom? Yeah. Um, well, if I think of water. Push... Oh, what'd you say? Water. You fucking nailed it. 
Woo! You One did. Point. You did good. So, I own waterslaves.com, waterslavery.com, warsoverwater.com because I see the coming of the times. Increased demand for water will be the number one threat to food security in the next 20 years, followed closely by heat waves, droughts, income equality, and political instability. Water is the most important commodity on this planet. You're like, uh, one pound equal. Okay, thank you, uh, Grandma's Revolt. Um, so, the planet's full of water. Right, but it's readily accessi- uh, the accessibility to clean, purified water. That's it's water the in the air. Right. Well, can you, if you, if, if the whole world shut down tomorrow, can you go pull water out of the air? Yeah. Enough to survive on. Maybe. Uh, I'd have to really work at it, but. Okay. Now, let's say that you have a family it's... of five. Oh, no. Let's say you, you, have, a you have a. HOA covenant of 250. Now do you a see where people, the problems begin? A lot of people won't make it. There you go. Exactly. A lot of people yeah. won't make it. Unfortunately. I mean, for individually, yeah. Like, dude, if shit went back down to caveman days, I'm okay. Right? My kids will survive. I'll survive. Right? My family will be okay. But everybody else, I don't know what to tell you. You better be ready. I don't think we're going back to caveman days. I think um, I think we're headed... You remember V for Vendetta? Oh, I love that movie. I, 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 or, or, even, or documentary. Or Hunter, Hunger Games or you know all those dystopian... That's, that's what we're heading towards, man. A brave new world. It's coming. I, I believe it. It's very possible. The writing's on the wall. Yep. Man. And so, you know, I get a uh, five-gallon drums of spring water mm-hmm. from uh, the El Dorado Springs here. And so we, we use it. We bottle it. And so um, about five months ago, so my deliveries, they, they, they recommend for four people in a household that you have three every two weeks. So I get eight. Every two weeks, I get eight of these things and we only use about two of them so that people underestimate how much water we actually use that's not including what you shower in what you correct shit in all that what i did is i calculated basically if i know how much water my family's drinking how much we're using for dishes and showers and stuff like that how many gallons a month right it's like 20 gallons a day per person it's a lot of water right yes and so what I did is I started I started having them deliver three times what I needed per every two weeks, and I've been stuffing them in my pantry in my crawl space, and I got about um, I got about five hundred gallons in there of spring water. Yeah, nice dude. But, but what do you do with that? Well, what you do with that is after you drink it, you piss it out, you clean the piss out, you strain the water out, and you reuse it. And you build a system to do that. Well, what happens if you wash yourself with it? You wash yourself into a drain system to where you collect that water. And then through reverse osmosis, you clean it and you reuse it. See, the thing is about water, it's one of the most interesting substances in the world, especially when it's utilized by your body. 
Do you know why it's most interesting when utilized by your body, Vince? Why? Because it's one of the only substances that you consume that is not broken down into its elementary counterparts by your body, but instead utilized, transformed, and transformed back into its original state and exhausted from the body. Interesting. Water enters your body water and leaves your body water. I never realized that. It's just kind of like um, a, a unit to transport other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so water enters your body water and leaves your body water. Which means that you can reuse it. You just need to clean all the shit out of it. And that's really easy. Reverse osmosis. Um, you, you can just distill Filters. It. Yeah. Just in reverse osmosis machines are actually like really easy to create or even like a distiller. I mean, yeah. really, you're boiling water. It evaporates. It goes into uh, a collective container. When it goes into the collective container, it drips down and goes into a storage bin, gets reheated, three times distilled. Good to go. Uh, BRICS expansion is on the cards. More and more emergency countries are concerned in joining the BRICS group, which is seen as a major emergency country's counterweight to the U.S.-led West and the G7, especially in the times like this. This is also a clear signal to Washington. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa are working ever more closely together in on an economic and political level. Together, they represent 3.26 billion people in gross domestic product of uh, 27.54 trillion. According to the estimates, the economic output of these five countries will account for 50% of the total global value by 2030. And now Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Egypt, Turkey, a NATO nation are all considering joining. They have food. They have food, too. (laughs) Leading Russian official says U.S.-NATO teetering on brink of conflict with Moscow that could go nuclear. Russian Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zakharova noted in a statement earlier this week that the United States and its NATO allies are now teetering on the edge of war with their country as it is. And if something were to jump off, at least some U.S. officials believe the conflict could involve nuclear weapons very well could get nuclear yep it's getting desperate over there so on the day boris johnson resigned yeah we i think we i don't remember if we covered this this is why i wanted to cover it now Mm -hmm. the uk health security agency uk hsa um that they started releasing data and so this data was, I'm looking for the actual specific data here. That the death rate amongst vaccinated people is yes. thousands, uh, 3,000 times greater than the unvaccinated. This is data that, that, that on the same day that George, Boris Johnson resigned, came out and made that speech. The UK Health Ministry releases this information saying, oh, by the way, if you're a vaccinated child or adult, you have a 3,000 times more likely to die than an unvaccinated. Hmm, Nice people. Coincidence? I don't think so. I don't believe in those. Dang. Vaccinated pilots in uh, flight safety were headed for a disaster. Many of these pilots uh, um, are coming forth and saying, this isn't good. Shit is going to happen, and it's going to happen fast. And the the plane industry, the airline industry, 
is not going to make it. And look, I, I don't think people realize how important airlines are to our supply chain. Massively, yeah. critically. 75% of all package delivery is done through plane. Dude, it's massive. Yep. And it's like they want it to fail. Yep. They could pull the rug out from that industry at any time. And it's been, I feel like, degrading more and more every year. Um, definitely. Fully jabbed chief of emergency medicine dies suddenly and unexpectedly while jogging. Dr. Paul Hanman, chief of emergency medicine and program medical director at North York General Hospital, died suddenly and, expected, and unexpectedly on Saturday while out jogging, according to his colleagues. Um, he was the chief medical strategy officer at Mount Sinai Hospital. Um, and yeah, this is uh, Canada. Listen, Canada's emergency medicine is now uh, mourning tonight. Paul Hanneman, Olympic sailor, marathon runner, family man, educational director at NYGH, a sweet, thoughtful, compassionate gentleman, died suddenly today on a run. The quintessential mensch hugs someone you love. He died of a heart attack from what we're seeing. Um, and he was fully vaccinated. He's an athlete. And an athlete. Probably potentially could have lived to be 90 or 100 or plus. That's right. Spike protein syndrome is sweeping America as deadly disorders are springing up out of nowhere post-COVID vaccine- vaccination. Uh, we, we talked about this a little bit last week as well. Prion diseases and disorders are making a comeback. These rare things are now happening in the mainstream. We have uh, blood clots. We have, I, I mean, cancers. Dude, this is bad. This is really, well, really bad. And we're approaching that critical point that all the doctors talked about. Right. And I'm glad you said inoculation. That. And I'm glad you said that because look, COVID rises across the U.S. amid muted warnings and murky data. COVID-19 is surging around the United States again in what experts consider the most transmissible variant of the pandemic yet. You want to know what's so transmissible about it? Weakened immune systems through antibody-dependent enhancements. Exactly what all the doctors and us have been saying. Yeah, extra transmissible if you're, if you're vac- vaccinated. Transmissible. Is this the ninja variant? Yeah, the ninja variant. Probably. The yeah. ninja variant. That's right. The ninja variant. So stupid. You can, it's stealth. You don't even see it. You don't I even know. know you have, you're asymptomatic, <laughs> you're negative testing, and you die from COVID. It's crazy. Just Where do they get these names, man? I know. Marburg outbreak in Ghana. Here yeah, saw that. Yep, Marburg. Ghana has confirmed the first two cases of the highly infectious Marburg virus. The World Health Organization has confirmed. What else have we got? Absolutely terrifying truth about the new monkeypox pa- pandemic, and you should take this seriously. Uh, apparently, it's only um, it, it can tra- it's transmissible through saliva, mm-hmm. but it is wretched. You do not want to get that fucking thing. It's like rolling pins and needles all over your body. Yikes. Yep. Look at this. Well, uh, Matthew Eric, a 39-year-old Colorado man, avoids amputation after Turkish doctor pulls several 4-inch, 10-centimeter-long blood clots out of his leg. Yeah. You, 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 you. Vaccinated. Vaccinated, of course. 
Uh, monkeypox virus found in patient saliva, semen, and other bodily fluids. And uh, I, Wait, I had a few You said monkeypox? Yeah, monkeypox. I had a few other stories, but we don't need to touch on them. Uh, let me go in here. We're going to go. Uh, Nate Hendy gifted a can. Uh, ML, good listen today, guys. Thank you so much, Nate. Uh, Nate Nat Hendy. Uh, Gump. Five dollars, I'll donate. Thank you so much, Gump. Much appreciated. White Trash Lady is celebrating a two-month sub streak. Thank you so much, White Trash Lady. Uh, Risen Patriot seventy six gifted a phone. How the fucking shit is it legal for foreign nation companies or people to buy U.S. land? What the fuck? I agree. You can't do it in Mexico. In Mexico, you have to register as a, uh, a taxpayer with the government, and you own the land through the government, which they can take it back at any point in any time. Why it doesn't make sense to me either. I, I agree. But guys, listen, there's a lot of things coming. If you're gonna go to Clay Clark stuff, just if you call them, let us know let them know that Josh Red Pill is the one that sent you over there. Um, we're gonna try to see if maybe we can get one out here in Denver. That'd be pretty cool. Heck um, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do another one in Denver. But um listen, be prepared. That's all I can say. I, I don't need to throw out Kirk Elliott. You guys know getgoldtoday.com. I don't need to throw out my Patriot supply. You guys know to go to redpills.tv slash Patriot. Be fucking prepared for anything. It, it, we're going to have this teeter-totter, okay? Remember the teeter-totter goes up to a limited amount and then slams down. Up to a limited amount, slams down. Two steps forward, ten steps back. That's right. But uh, much love, guys. Respect you. You guys take care. Tomorrow, After Dark Chat uh, is still on schedule this Friday. It looks like we're going to be doing the dead internet theory, artificial intelligence bots, the great bot wars. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about that. We can maybe get Jim Bob or somebody else or maybe get a panel of people on about that. But yeah. Much love, respect, guys. You guys take care. Have a great night. We'll see you guys tomorrow.